Hello and welcome to episode three of In Orbit, Mash Those Buttons' official podcast for Destiny. I am Jared, and I'm here with Jovan Branch, also known as Sage the Infinite on PSN. What is going on, people? Yes, and I'm also here with Jorge Vagija, also known as GoToNRG on PSN. And dude, for the life of me, I cannot remember your Xbox tag. It's uh, the JTI. But it's like not like you use it that often, I can imagine. Yeah, the, the Xbox One is just a dead box right now. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> the dead box. Damn. You know, I actually downloaded my first, like, Games for Gold game, like, last month on the Xbox. Because they finally had something I wanted, the, the Rayman Legends, or Origins, or it was really Legends. I, so mm-hmm. I finally used Games for Gold. Yay for them. I might be getting one soon. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's, I'm not going to talk about why, but, you know, maybe I'll tell you and then, well, you probably, I already told you why, but we'll get into that another time. So, okay. <laughs> uh, so I guess, you know, this podcast coming a bit late, two weeks late, actually. Uh, we just had some things getting away. I was sick, Sage was sick, Jorge overslept. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it just wasn't working out. I traveled. This month has been kind of a clusterfuck for me. Most of the podcasts coming in later, my fault this month. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so be it. Shit happens. It does. It does. Uh, but uh, before we get into the topics, I guess while we talk about what we've been doing in Destiny, I'll go first since mine's is the, the lowest. Nothing. I've been doing nothing in Destiny besides, I don't know, helping a friend out try to get some exotics by doing the Nightfall. And a little PvP? You know, but that's about it. What about uh, Sage? Why don't you tell us? Um, I don't know if the last time I, I had my Hunter at 30... But I, I got my Hunter at 32 the cheap way. Yes, that's right. You can crucify me. I got it the cheap way. Through the Iron Banner armor. Oh, that's not cheap. Uh, that's not cheap. <laughs> Much well, frustration. You, know- you probably lost a couple years off of your life <laughs> playing Iron Banner. Well, you know, people say like, oh, you didn't get it the raid way. That's not the real way. You know, I've heard that before. Who's so. saying that? that? That's the shoot. If you can get him to 32 any which way possible, so be it. Especially with the update that we're going to be talking about where there's literally hundreds of different ways you can get to 34. Well, so. That's what I thought. I'm like, yo, I still had to grind. Like, I still had to play my ass off in, in, in PvP. To you get. still had to deal with endless thorns and... Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't even touch Iron Banner last time because I, I was so disgusted by the time before that. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's that's how I got my, my 132. Um, my other two characters are 31. And um, I just recently actually finally got, you know, the uh, the nerve up to get the thorn. So I got the thorn and I just been shooting people up with that now. So uh, that's what I've been getting into. Yeah, every time you like get that lash out with the thorn and you turn around, it's like turning around and a building exploding behind you, you know, because <laughs> you know they're gonna die. Like that's a, it's a cool feeling, super cheap. Super when you cheesy. You see those uh those little sevens flying off. It's like <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like little Z's just going to t- <laughs> yeah. It's like go to sleep, go to sleep. Yep, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Uh, what about you, Jorge? What you been up to? Uh, well, I've been helping out a lot of people. Um get to 32 uh that's what i've been doing lately really i mean uh, the only exotic in the game i need is fourth horseman which they actually buffed in the recent patch 
It's the only weapon that they've really buffed in the recent patch. Maybe I should um, have turned it into a shard then. <laughs> oh man, it's a beast. It's one of the better <laughs> guns in the game now, apparently. Um, but the fire rates is they buff the fire rate. They but it's literally plow 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 plow. Hmm. Maybe it, I, it, maybe I'll try to get another one. Look up a video of somebody taking out Omnigul with that. It's ridiculous. Hmm. Yeah, because that was the problem I had before. I mean, I had the invective, which was a casket closer. Like, mm -hmm. it, like it had range. It fired fast. It had impact. And I got the fourth horseman. And it was like boom, boom. Boom! Like, and I wasn't killing people. Like, nah, just the the invective was much better. I just like the sound of the invective. The sound of the invective is like you're closing a book on somebody's life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> you fire! It's awesome. Uh, but go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it, but besides that, uh, I mean, I I, start, I went back to my old clan, the one I created back in the day, um, when the game first started, and now it has over about almost thirty people on it. So that thing grew up big time with all these new people that came in. Um, nice. we've, I've just been helping them do raids, getting people who are level 26 up to 31 at least, you know, getting them through Vault of Glass, especially now that Vault of Glass is, all that stuff is useful again, or going to be useful again. Um, yeah, that's just getting ready for House of Wolves pretty much. Okay, yeah. I don't know, I just, <laughs> I, 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 I've been traveling a lot this month, and, you know, I was a little sick, but I don't know, like, the only time I really get on was to help my friend out through the nightfalls, pretty much, and maybe shoot the shit, shit with uh, Sage doing some Crucible, because that's, that's the only reason I do Crucible, is to shoot the shit with Sage. Yeah, pretty much. And we make funny videos sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that that's about it. Yeah, uh, macho man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, There's some funny shit still happens in the Crucible, but more bullshit than funny shit, and that's the problem. Yeah, big problem. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get to some topics. Obviously, we're going to be talking about House of Wolves. Lots of information has come out. It's kind of good that the podcast got pushed back because uh, lots of information came out You know, after, the, after we delayed and then delayed again. So we'll yeah. be talking about House of Wolves and what we know about it. But a couple things happened uh, last month or this month it's still April now, so this month, that uh, was good. It's good. Usually when we talk Destiny, we talk, like, the first two episodes, or three episodes, if you count the special edition MASHcast we did, uh, you would think that we hated Destiny. Because <laughs> of all the complaining. But there are some good things that happen. Uh, first thing, uh, first, is the, the Vault expansion. That was a blessing. It really yes. was, because I yes. was running out of space in the vault, and now it's just so much more space. Hence the name expansion. Yep. <laughs> like it oh, went from yeah. 20, what was it, 24, it was 20 to 24 for weapons? Or was that armor? Well, I'm looking for it now. It's, it, well, it, it's 24 for, for um, consumables and all that stuff, 24 for armor, 36 for weapons. Right. But this is only for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Which leads me to believe that the next big update coming in the fall will be next gen exclusive, aka PS4, Xbox One. Um, the, the the developers have already gone on record of saying that basically the Xbox 360 and the PS3 are holding the game back um, in in many ways. Uh, the the item matching feature is no longer available as it was before. Well. 
Well, when I'm looking at, I'm looking at an article now, and it says that uh, all four platforms got the space increase, but on Xbox 360 and PS3, they lost the ability to so uh, match, match right. Adam match, which is a pain in the ass. That's a huge pain in the ass. Uh, to lose, you know, what I'm saying if that was the case, they probably should. They probably would have chose to keep the vault small. Right. Well, I don't know. It, it, all I know is that having that many weapons, being able to transfer them on the fly like that, would really drain the PS3 and and the Xbox 360 to the point where the game would become unplayable. So I'm not too surprised by that. I mean, they already it, it, when you when you compare the PS3, besides obviously the graphics, I mean they've already made it so that you can't just run through a character like. Let's say you're you're in the the tower, and you know that if you if you're with a fire team, you can push around your characters, but you can't push around other people's characters. I know on the PS3 and on the Xbox 360, you can push just about anybody, and that's due to the memory constraints. They can't have your fire team separate from other people's. Right. So that that's one example right there, which to most people would be like, oh, that's not really a big deal. That actually shows you how limited some of this stuff is. Um, and it's already a challenge for a game like this where, you know, even though it's they're matched up with the PS3 and the PS4 in a certain sense, it's a it's almost like developing four different games. Well yeah, well I think every uh every game or when you have that, that generation switch. Mm. Uh, and you have those ports of games uh, that that will be that straddle between last gen and current gen or the next gen, I should say. Um, they, those games always suffer mm-hmm. to a degree. I, like, look at Watch Dogs, man. Look oh, at yeah. Watch Dogs. Like, that was one of the best examples of a game that probably suffered big time, big time because it was it was uh, you know, uh, all four platforms. Right, five if you count the Wii U, but whatever. Did that ever come out? It did. It didn't do well. Yeah, who, obviously. I think it. I think. <laughs> I think it did at most fifty thousand copies. Yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty bad. But no, I don't think anybody would expect that to do well. Which is probably why Ubisoft actually decided to push it back and then pay too much attention to it. So. Uh, but yeah, so that happened. The Vault expansion. Uh, Ubisoft is cracking. De- <laughs> Ubisoft Bungie is cracking down on Destiny idlers. That became a, you know, a problem, especially when uh, strikes or the not strike, but the weekly heroic when when they added the ability uh, for you know auto grouping or what's the word I'm looking for? Auto group. Yeah. Matchmaking. Matchmaking. Sorry. It's late here, folks. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, uh, matchmaking. And, you know, people were just standing in matchmaking uh, and uh, not doing anything. Like, you know, they were ma- the match would be made, they get put into a game, and then, I guess, you know, if, if things worked out for them, the two other people who were in their strike would just go and do the strike, because, as we all know, you can do strikes with just two people. Sometimes with just one person. Mm-hmm. And, um... You know, they would get whatever loot they were looking for. You know, they were not looking for, but they were just like, you know, farm loot that way. And so people that have been, you know, I guess reported for idling a lot, they now are restricted from matchmaking. 
in like specific aspects. So I guess if you uh, were, were idling in PvP, you're restricted from matchmaking that. And if you were idling in you know strikes and stuff like that, you were uh, restricted from matchmaking in that. So Bungie is finally doing something about it. I really wish Bungie would do something about the laggers. Yes, crack down on as much cheese as possible. Yeah, that's like the one of the biggest problems. If you didn't listen to the past three podcasts we did, <laughs> <laughs> that is a uh, hot priority on the uh, the in orbit, uh, you know, pecking list. You know, there is a way to um, like lag. Like yourself, right? Is it, did I hear that correctly? That people are purposely lagging to get an advantage in multiplayer? Yeah, yeah, they can do that. It's a pain in the ass. You can usually tell those people though. How is how does that work? Like I've never, I've never, you know, looked it up and seen how how it works. There's special routers that basically reduce the. Uh, what's the let it, it like it increases your ping and and it reduces what uh, how much yeah. internet you, you get. Well, the uh, basically like to to make it as simple as possible. Yeah. What they're doing is their all of their data, their outbound data, them shooting people and them moving and all that stuff. That is actually that goes out at full speed. Okay, mm-hmm. um, the data coming in, like people shooting them and you know other people's movements and stuff like that, they're actually interrupting that. They're, they're interrupting those packets. And when they interrupt wow. those packets, they're actually, you know, they'll see somebody, they'll shoot them, and you'll, you'll, they'll kill them. But because the packets are interrupted, uh, being interrupted coming in, interrupted to a point, not to a point where they get disconnected, but interrupted to a point where some of the packets just don't make it, um, that's why you, when you see misregisters, like when, some, when you're shooting, when you're like hammering somebody and they're not taking damage, that's what that usually is. Wow. So who would actually go through all of that just to win? People who want to build that <laughs> kill death ratio up to yeah. two. Yeah. Like, I know there's th- this is I know this is crazy, but there's certain clans that they look up your kill death ratio and if it's not at least two, you're not in the clan. Right. Wow. Oh, wow. That's that's crazy. And welcome to the competitive nature of Destiny. <laughs> Which is a it's that's a joke in by itself. <laughs> I was about to say like what yeah 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 like but i mean yeah that that's it's it it's really retarded it's a pain in the ass like you all you have to do is you really have to like it, the, you, certain routers you can change the firmware like linksys routers are notorious for that you can completely change the firmware on a linksys router to do special stuff like that you know hack up your gaming and, and things like that that's yeah. ridiculous man like I, I i understand like people wanting to gain an edge for you know, certain in a game, but like to to basically hack your router to give you an advantage, like that's like just it's disgusting. not that serious. Like, why don't you just get better at the game? Seriously, do it the old fashioned way. I'm an old school gamer, so I mean, I don't know. yeah, like they just want to <laughs> they just want to cheat and hack it up. Oh, it's too hard. Like, and actually, Destiny is not hard at all. Like, you just gotta get like you know we I think we discussed it before. Once you get the right weapons. That that'll totally change your crucible experience. It's you know? a ball game. Once you get the right weapons, and and you know sometimes the way this game works, you don't even need the right weapons. Sometimes that's true. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like it's not like the right weapons mean you have to get exotics because right. I mean when that's I got the, when I got four of the people, I, that's when that's that's when I became the conductor of the pain train. 
Like that, <laughs> that, that, that's when that happened. Like there was a, you know, I was like, my KD wasn't bad before I got it, but when I got that, it was like a noticeable difference. I mean, you were there. I was there. <laughs> you I know? seen it all. I mean, you know, I'm gonna just say one thing: the, the Galahad that, like, that right there. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that's a very easy gun to acquire, and in the Crucible. You could do damage with it. Like it's 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 not a shitty gun, you know. Right. So I mean, it's if you if you I mean the weapons make a difference, but if you add just if you actually have skills with the weapons too, like you I don't see you not doing well in that game because it's not like it's it's not like it's something where it takes a whole bunch of strategy, you know. Like the strategy just adds on to to how good you are, but like you can be successful with you know, with not that much. Right. You know, I've seen people come in at, you know, like level, you know, I don't know, maybe eight or ten and like they get they get right in and that just that just goes to show you that it doesn't it doesn't take much to to really you know, especially coming from other games like that, other shooters, like you can you can dominate. Very true. So very true indeed. All right. I don't know. Yeah, like, well, I was gonna say if we move on to like the next topic we have, that might explain why some of these people just feel like they they need to cheat. Uh, which there was an article on Forbes that you know went through some Destiny stats to remind you just how casual the user base is. And I'm not gonna read the whole article, but I will go through the stats. So, uh, only 31% of Guardians have equipped a piece of exotic gear. One third of the people playing the game have a piece of exotic gear equipped. Now, this, this information is like by counting achievements, by the way. So it doesn't mean that they don't have exotic gear equipped at the time. It means they've never put on a piece of exotic gear. That's crazy. Yeah, so a little more than one-third. Uh, then 23.8% of Guardians have worn legendary or exotic armor in every slot. Mm-hmm. Wow. 23%. That's, that's, that's less than one-fourth. You can kind of tell that from the there's there's a a trophy that you can get for that that shows that you have all exotic or I'm sorry all legendary and or exotic uh, gear. Well, yeah, that's how they're counting this stuff. They're looking at the trophies mm. overall. I mean, so what is it? People just get the game, they play it for a while, and they stop playing it because you can't like you can't keep playing this game and not get either or. Well, like, I, I mean, I, I can tell you right now, it, it had to do with the amount of content. I mean, once you get past the, the, the PvE section, you go to the PvP section. And the problem is with the PvP section, there's just no balance. It's just you get the, you bring in Hawkmoon or Thorn or something like that, you're pretty much going to own most of these people. Um, th- there's really no balance. So it, it goes into uh, a, not a balanced PvP. Where it's supposed they're 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 saying it's supposed to be balanced, but it really isn't. Uh, not then, at all. And then no, you have no con- or very little content for PVE. And then some of the best stuff in in the game is locked behind a six team fire uh, a fire team thing that you need, but right. there's no matchmaking of any sort. Right. Which right. I understand, but at the same time, I would I would easily counter that by having the requirement of mics, and before you even do the the whole thing for going into the, uh, for example, let's say there was matchmaking in VOG, it would test to whether or not you would have a mic on. 
Yeah. That 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 would be nice. That would be that's fun. forward thinking, and that's why you don't work for Bungie. <laughs> that's why you don't work for Bungie. That would be cool, man. I, I wouldn't mind that because mm-hmm. you know some people like it's people that have never rated. They've never been able to. Yeah, I think them. the number was what seventeen percent of people have completed a raid. Uh, I'm looking for it. It's something along 19. those lines. Nineteen point two percent of yeah. people have completed a raid. So the so the number's pretty low, which doesn't surprise me that a there's no raid in House of Wolves. I know a lot of people keep saying, "Oh, the raid was ready." Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. It, it, but like when you have a three a three man fire team, it's easier to put those people together than it is to put a six. I'm, I, there's times where I'm sitting in in orbit for thirty minutes to get the six team fire team ready to go. Yeah, see, we right. try to do the same thing. We just like fuck it. Let's go to the crucible. Exactly. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like. I mean, I remember the first time I did uh, Vault of Glass. I couldn't get a 16 fire team. I actually went to the Waking Ruins, and I was just chilling there. I saw people. There was like four people that went in there, and I'm like, I'm here. <laughs> and that's how I got. That's how I got into the to the to the Vault of Glass the very first time. Hmm. Oh, wow. so you so you went through with people you didn't know? Absolutely. You... People. Wow. I my my very first time. Ten and a half hours. We took a break. I went to McDonald's, got the <laughs> I got the 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 football Eagles box that they had right there. And I was housing that. Because I was <laughs> I was just frustrated. I was like, this is this is this is gonna make me fat. I don't care. <laughs> I think what the, the fuck am time... I supposed to do with the relic? I don't know. <laughs> we did well, this was before anybody knew what to do, you know. Nobody knew what to do. I was like, what's that glowing thing? Why does it say I'm marked for negation? I'm green. <laughs> yeah, why am I yellow? Frank? Frank? <laughs> I, I can only imagine. Oh my God. Yeah. I can so, only imagine, man. So, I don't know. P- part of it would be... There has to be a... Mo- I, I, I go back to this. There has to be a mode, either in Crucible or... or or PvP, I'm sorry, PvE, where you can go in and it it's just here's a shield, use it. Here's a sword, use it. Because that would be cool, you know, a, a sword mode or a shield mode in PvP where it's like shield in the middle or, or sword in the middle and everybody just rushes towards that like it's it's heavy ammo and all of a sudden you're just slashing at people. It's like, wah, wah. <laughs> Just, just, but but any anyway, just some sort of mode where you can use that. And the reason I go back to that is once people get comfortable with that, they're like, oh, okay, this is something that, that I'm going to be using in the raid. And then, I don't know, the, the the whole, oh, it's a puzzle where there's no voices. You just figure out what, what to do in the raid. That's cool, but at the same time, very off-putting for a lot of these people who go into the... For example, a strike where they're telling you exactly what to do is like, oh, take a left turn at Albuquerque and turn on that computer. Right. right. And, it is a big and all of a sudden you go to the to vault of glass, it's like nothing. Oh, nothing. What what do I do here? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, that leads back to the balance problem the game has. That's that's not really a balance problem. That's more of Bungie didn't really do anything for that. It's it's just like, well, here's a puzzle, figure it out. Which is cool in some respects, but at, at the same time, it's it limits the the people who can actually do it. 
Um, that uh, that that number below twenty percent doesn't surprise me. Like I like I said, there's it's just it's a very difficult thing to just go and get six people, even when you have all these friends on your friends list. After a while, I mean, the first time it took us almost two hours to put a, together a, a fire team. That was the second week that I, that I that I did the the raid. Right. Yeah, that's just my amount of patience for. I, mean, I know I hit you up like once or twice. You are already in the middle of doing something. I was like, well, that's about as far as I'm going. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. That's nah, not your fault. Well, let's see. What else we got? Uh, only 24.2% of Guardians have earned Max Vanguards in mm-hmm. a week, while 16% have maxed their Crucible Marks in a week. Yeah. Uh, 23.1% of Guardians have reached max, has reached rank 3 Vanguard. Um, and I'll be honest with you, like, as a mostly a PvP player, it took me a while to reach max uh, rank 3 Vanguard. And that, that goes doubly for my, for my secondary characters because, you know, you rank up the other factions first. At least I do. Um, and let's see, 16.9% of Guardians have maxed out a Warlock or Hunter subclass, and just 15.2% have maxed out a Titan subclass. I'm interested to see the number for the people who have maxed out all three. Yeah. Because mm. I, I, I can tell that that's below 10%. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, right now, I'm having trouble maxing out my hunter's uh, my hunter's uh, what's the shield one? I forget what it's called. Not the striker. Oh, the, the defender. The defender, yeah, because I just don't play with him enough. You mean the titan? Did you say hunter? I said titan. Uh, I no, think I'm, I said titan. I, I'm being weird. Anyway. Uh, maybe I said maybe maybe I said hunter. I don't know what I just said. I think you did say hunter. <laughs> okay then. Well then, that <laughs> jury says I said hunter. It's my fault. That's why it's like hunter striker. What? Yeah, <laughs> continue. Yeah, my fault. My fault. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I mean, I, I get. We were talking about competitive destiny. These stats show that there are there is no competitive destiny. Like when you have, when your user base is this casual, I mean, you don't have players that are looking to make themselves better by any means. Not necessarily by any means necessary, but by you know looking at the meta of a game. And then exploiting that, you know, All, like we see players cheesing stuff, but that's mostly design flaws on Bungie's part, you know. Quick question: um, Are there numbers that show how many people have completed raids and stuff? And I, I, I know it's it's not the same exact game type, but for example, like a World of Warcraft or a Guild Wars. Because uh, I'm interested to see how those numbers compare. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything from this from here. Because, uh, I mean, I, I, I can definitely see, for example, the WoW community, there being a higher number of people com- who completed a raid there as compared to, you know, Destiny just because of the difficulty level and getting people together. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how those two numbers compare. To see if, if it's, one, a thing that Bungie, that, that Bungie's solely responsible for, or is it more of a the trend of you know the the style of gameplay the uh, massively not massively multiplayer but more of a giant world thing com- community based thing I don't know like I, I just it's difficult like to to say I mean I I, I mainly blame the casual player base on the fact that Bun- like when Bun- the game did not live up to expectations 
Mm-hmm. You know, the game's like shooting mechanics are so good. Uh, the game shooting mechanics are probably the best I've seen on console. Yeah. You know, period. You know, the shooting mechanics, are, the mechanics, are so solid, and that's what keeps me going. Like this game has so much potential because of the shooting mechanics. This is from a PC gamer. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm a PC shooter player. And the mechanics of Destiny are like the shooting mechanics and how the shooting works and shit like that works so well in Destiny. I, it, it's it's been keeping me hooked. That and the social aspect of it. Right. But yeah, that's the thing. Like the, the play, like I I know in World of Warcraft, people are way are he, way more heavily invested in that. And even people who play by themselves still get involved with raids and PvP and stuff like that. Actually, I mean the Wild Talk podcast. Three of them are, are, are in the same guild, and Nick, he's not in their guild. He plays with them sometimes, but most of the time he plays by himself, you know? And he still can do raids and stuff like that. Like, this game does not really make it easy for people who don't who want to play by themselves or not get associated with the guild. It doesn't make it easy for them to do stuff. Right. You know? Now, that I think that's part of the problem. This is all Bungie's fault. <laughs> <laughs> all Bungie's fault. You know? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I thought I will have that article in the show notes for anybody who wants to read the and you know the entire article. Uh, the last thing we're gonna talk about is the changes they made to PvP. The big change being, well, two big changes. One, they added a timer to the 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 ammo spawning crates. You know, which I mean, to be honest, I don't necessarily like that because now, like, when when it gets to be like fifteen seconds to, you know, the heavy ammo spawning, one of two things happens. One, you're going to have pretty much a timeout on both sides where both sides are going to their crate, pretty much, wherever they are. They're going to go to their crate and try to get it. Or two, you're going to have somebody come and try to disrupt getting the crate. Like, you're not going to have a constant fighting and then the crate comes and then chaos ensues, you know? You're not going to have that one... What they took away was that one guy who would, like... You know, he's in the middle of a fight with a bunch of people. The crate spawns, and he just darts for the crate just to pop it open so they can't get it. Right. <laughs> you know, that right. doesn't really happen anymore. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of that. But the big, the thing I'm not a, I'm even a bigger non-fan of is the fact that the special ammo spawns slower now. Slower, and you get a lot less. And you get a lot less. Man. Yeah. I'm actually okay with that. I mean, the reason I'm not okay with it because, like, the only, like, it was something that no, like, we didn't need. Like, it's not, that's not balance that the game needed, you know? I disagree with that. I, I don't think so. First of all, you have almost completely eliminated snipers. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, the snipers were, th- that's not how you fix the problem with sniping. It's also not how you fix the problem with shotguns. The way you fix the problem with, with shotguns, which people were complaining you know, about shotguns being too uh, too powerful at a long range. And that, you know, snipers were were ridiculous because they could shoot you from across the map. The the uh, the uh, guns had no recoil, and they shot fast. The answer is not to reduce how much ammo they have, but to actually adjust the guns, like they did with the fusion rifle. The fusion rifle was a huge issue because some of those fusion rifles had ridiculous range, fast charging times and it was a one hit kill you know so mm-hmm. what do they do with the fusion rifle now when you're at a long range it spreads out more you know that yeah. that was a fix that was a i think that was a good fix because it does not completely eliminate fusion rifles from the crucible 
No, you know? it, it definitely reduced their activity, though. It's it definitely, definitely reduced the activity, but for good reason. Like, now when somebody shoots you from a distance, you know, they like it, it's, it's more fair because it spreads out more. But if they catch you mid-range, that's a different story. Yeah. See, for, for me, this update made uh, it did a couple things. First off, it's, it's not the shotgun fest that it was before, where you would just go and just have nonstop shotgun ammo and like, pra, 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 pra. Unless you have the invective, which can charge ammo over time, which kind of negates the whole thing with the ammo box affecting you. Um, which I don't use invective that much anyway, because there are better guns for, for Crucible. Um, sniper rifles uh, or, or snipers, they haven't been eliminated at all. If, if anything, it reinforces using stuff such as Praetis Revenge, which has low recoil, and other guns like Black Hammer. Um, which isn't really a crucible weapon, but its stability it, it is something that that's pretty good and comparable to uh, the, the revenge. Um, like I mentioned, it, it, it for me it made it, it made secondary weapons what they're supposed to be secondary weapons. Um, you're supposed to be using your primary. When the game first came out, what's the point of using the primary weapons? There was no point. Yeah. The one-hit kill option with the fusion rifle, one-hit kill option with the shotgun, one-hit kill option with the sniper rifle. Why would you use a primary weapon? But that, I don't get that. Like, are people not looking at their maps or radar when they're running around? I do all the time. Like, I did not. I never had a problem, like a big problem with people getting shotgunned to death. My big problem was with with, with sniper rifles, and it wasn't even like, the problem with the sniper rifles. I felt one, they fire too fast. Two, there's very little recoil. But the big thing with sniper rifles is the fact that Bungie allows snipers to see directly into spawn areas. Like they could sit almost every map. There's a place for a sniper to sit, and they can look and you know pluck people off as they're spawning. You know, that's not that's not at. I have. That is a problem, but it's not as big a problem as as, as I thought it would be. Um, it, it's just the, the 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 biggest thing before the patch was the and I mean most players were were like this, and you could I don't know if if you can comp, uh, you guys saw this or not. It was basically run shotgun, run shotgun, and just because you basically you were using that radar to see how close you were to somebody, and then as soon as you turn the corner, pra fire um that's pretty much what what crucible was i mean my experience from from what i saw was just run shotgun run shotgun and the yeah. way i negated that was it's like okay you want to run in shotgun i'm going to take you out with my my uh my uh scout rifle i just kept hitting people from a distance and i would it would be the same like the, the look that of when Somebody activates arc blade from a distance, and you're like, "Okay, go ahead and activate it." Pra, 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 pra. <laughs> yeah, it's like they, they're dead. That's pretty much the same look I saw on these people's faces. That they, they were just, "I'm gonna keep running towards you," and by the time they're even close enough, they're already dead. Right. Um. Now that people are, they're like, "Okay, now I have to focus more on these, on these, uh, on these primary weapons." You're seeing that a lot more. It's just. A whole variety of primary weapons are, are, are coming out into play now. Um, that wasn't the case before. Um, yeah, Red Death is still out there. Yeah, Soros is still out there. But now you're seeing options such as, especially a lot of Strangers Rifles, which oh, I know yeah. some people have gotten that. rid of. Strangers Rifles are, are 
I have one they left. Come back into into play. Um, a lot of people are using stuff such as the another NITC mm-hmm. uh, nail in the coffin. If you guys didn't know what NITC stood for, um, a lot of Saturnine rifle uh, rapiers. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, the whole gamut of of, of primary um, weapons have come into play. Whereas before, primary weapons, yeah, they were a viable option, but the game pretty much ran ran by you running towards somebody and shotgunning them. That's true. I did see a lot of I did see a lot of play like that before the patch. Like a lot of guys would just they would uh run and shotgun and then or, or warp or jump, double jump and shotgun. Yeah. So I I have seen less of that now. Yeah. The, the 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 big thing that I saw before was a lot of people using blink strike to run yeah. to, to shotgun somebody and and now that's not as much an option because it's more of like okay, I'm going to use a shotgun when they're up close. As, as a last, for me, my loadout would be, I have a secret handshake with full auto. I have my, um, I love, 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 love my um, Fang of Ear Ute Scout Rifle. Because I, I put on the stability maxed out. Mm. And then I have my, either a machine gun or a, a rocket launcher. Depending on, how, on what bounty's there for that day. And I'm just sitting back and I'm just capping people off getting my 2.31 kill-death ratio without any problems. That's a nice loadout. That sounds good. You know, I don't... <laughs> see, the thing, maybe because I come from a competitive shooting background, mm-hmm. whenever I come across a problem in a shooting, I always... The only time I will call for a nerf, if there is no... If, if it is there is a consensus that there is no way possible to fix this problem, you know? But as a competitive shooter, whenever I'm getting killed by something, I try to figure out, okay, what's the weakness in this method? So, for example, you know, I know for a while, when me and Sage were playing, and Sage, you remember this, I was getting pissed that people were blank strike, well, not blank strike, but like warping up and then coming down with a shotgun. It was right. pissing me off big time. When's the last time you heard me complain about that? I can't even remember. It's been and a long that, time. Yeah, and that's because I figured out while they're doing that, all I have to do is run underneath them and turn around. And by the time they turn around, I have my shotgun in their face and they die. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did that the other day. It was, it was satisfying. Yeah. It was very satisfying. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. And even like with people who were running around and shotgunning, like, you know, or waiting around corners, like, I approach them differently. The guys who run up and slide, I jump over those motherfuckers. Like, you know, like, I do, like, I, I figure out how to play around the way they play and, and kill them. And so that's why I guess that for me, there was no need for them to change the amount of shotgun ammo. The only reason I'm pissed about it, because the thing is, I still get the shotgun ammo. I get tons of shotgun ammo. It's very, it was, even with the, re, with the, redu- with the reduction, it's rare for me to be out of shotgun ammo. The only thing that pisses me off is that when I'm taking shotgun ammo, because I, I literally, like, I have to have it, you know, like, I'm so low on it, that means my teammates aren't getting it either. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? That's the thing. Right? That's the only, re- that's my biggest pet peeve, that my teammates aren't getting their secondary ammo, you know? See, I mean, you know, but, go ahead, go ahead. what I was going to say was that, that reinforces the idea of more of trying to get more people to go into a fire team before you go into there, when you go in with randoms, you're going to see that whole thing where just people just get uh, all these boxes without thinking about anybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, see me, um, I'm, I'm an ammo conservationist anyway, so I don't just go around blowing ammo. 
Right. You know, so I, I keep my ammo for uh, for a long time. Like I would say, most of my shotgun shots are kills. You know, or at least at, they're, they're at least hits. They're at least hits. You know. Right. And most of them are kills. Right. But pre-patch, can, but pre-patch you could definitely tell that that wasn't the case. People were just going off, going off, and firing off their ammo without without with reckless abandon. Right, and there's certain guns like Felwinter's Lie, with the, where it was bullshit. You know, you could be like, you know, around Holy the corner. Shit. You could be like around the corner, and somebody could like shoot you, or just think about shooting you, and you die. Like with Felwinter's fucking lie. So that that's a gun itself that that gun needed to be fixed. You know, that gun. Oh my, dude hit me from down the block with one shot. I was like, yeah, Felwinter's lie. That's it. a gun that needed to be fixed. Eh, um, I don't know about that. I, I think the gun was fine. It's, it, it was counteracted by the low fire rate and and rate of fire, I mean, and the fact that you really didn't know what kind of role you were going to get. So it could be completely amazing or, it can, or you just wipe out your entire inventory, make it amazing, and that's only if you get the right loadout. Right. Well, a lot of people have the right loadout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of people definitely had a, the right loadout. Yeah. Cause. Like, Felwinter's Lie is, is like is a problem but for Since, the most part like yeah like i just like when people were using shotguns like my biggest thing was was oh, my my bigger thing on the top of my list was fusion rifles then it was sniper mm-hmm. rifles and like i already explained a lot of that has to do with the way bungie made the maps you know right and then i, I can't even say shotguns was on my list because if somebody killed me with a shotgun most of the time i was pretty close to them you know? Right. Yeah. You knew it was like it was something you could have done differently. Right. Yeah. So like, like, I, like when I that's why I, like I'm constantly looking at my radar, uh, because when I get close, like when I when I when that red lights up, you know, I'll probably switch to my shotgun, and then right. my movement will change. Like it's not just switching to the weapon and hoping I I kill before they do, but you know, jumping into position and you know, trying to see the place before you get in. You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, and that's what you know. I, I there's a t-shirt that I that I had before. It was actually a fighting game t-shirt that you know it had uh you know had the word nerf scratched out and it had the word underneath it said adapt and that's kind of <laughs> how I play. Like I, I adapt and I'll only call for a nerf if you know I if if I think something is unchangeable. Like you know like the, like the the some of the perks you can get on Feldmunter's Lie is ridiculous. Like for example the Hawkmoon having three bullets in a Hawkmoon. That can do massive damage. Sage got one shot with a hawk moon the other day. Yeah, one, one shot. shot, full, full armor, full. I mean, full shield. One shot with a hawk moon. You know that, that it, shit's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I mean, that, and it like that's a that's a hand cannon. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. it's a hand, and it's not like the dude was like, it's not like he walked up to me and, and pressed it to my dome. Like he he had range. Like, and it was one shot, and that was it. Like. I mean, you know, I just, I just, the Hawk Moon is just ridiculous all around. Like that, like that gun is just ridiculous. Like I can't, I can't even say anything about it. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's just a crazy gun, man. Unless but, you suck, that's the only right. way the Hawk Moon is not ridiculous. <laughs> right. But it, like, I think there should be guns like that, that are, you know, that have that type of power because it makes it special when you get them. But at the same time, it's like, it's gotta be some type of, downside to or you know there's just just balance like we keep speaking on like you just gotta have balance in the game to really negate 
cheesing with certain weapons. Yeah. Well, well Crucible as it is will never be balanced. There, there's no yeah. way you can balance Crucible. Right. Like, like, oh, like, yes, like, there is. We talked about it. <laughs> nah, the, 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 They'll never do it, though. No, well, the only way you can balance it out is by having, a, like, I, like I mentioned, you have, a, you have a Crucible pistol or a hand cannon, Crucible shotgun, Crucible this, like you choose which one of the one weapon for primary, one weapon for secondary, one weapon for heavy, and that's it. Or and crucible perks. Crucible, but crucible perks, if yeah. you want to bring in your weapons, there's no way you're gonna have a balanced crucible. Absolutely not, none at all. Yeah, because yeah, some of those weapons are built for PVE. They're built for blasting bosses that have you know unbelievable amounts of health. But they they, they can make perks different, like versus guardians. You know. Versus, versus, you know, uh, entities of light and enti- entities of darkness, you know. Mm. Right. There's, there's just no way to balance out PVE, PVP as it is. You have to, you have to completely scrap it and, and make a completely new mode. I'm good with that. Which, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I would be okay with, but you know for a fact that Bungie would never do that. Of course it would, not. It would, it would change... It would make the guns feel less special, number one, which means that people aren't going to try to get that weapon, which means that they're going to spend less time playing the game, which defe- defeats the purpose originally. Um, like, the, the, the only other way I can, I can see them changing the, the, the game would be Crucible would be a specific sort of impact for hand cannons, specific sort of rate of fire like all all across the board like this is the rate of fire this is the impact this is this this and that for all hand cannons for crucible and then your iron banner will be when things come into play Mm. that's the only way you can have a balanced crucible is by you know changing the stats all across the board if you want to keep it as is where a thorn won't have that poison dart effect in Crucible, but for Iron Banner, it will. Something like that. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, some change, some hard changes have to be made, but they're not going to do it anyway. They'll never do that. As it is right now, I think Crucible is the most balanced it's been since ever. I personally like the, how, how it is right now. It makes special weapon feel just like that special. You're not going to go around just, you know, shooting off your weapons to try to get rid of it, especially those people who who had the uh, the Iron Banner. Uh, what's the name of the Iron Banner? On uh, not fusion rifle, the Iron Banner uh, sniper rifle. Um, anyway, that that gun had the ridiculous perk where it would do double the damage once you get rid of for the last bullet, which would mean an instant kill no matter where it hits you. Right. Um, you're not going to see those people doing it since they're only going to have one shot. That's true. So it, it, it makes all these weapons balanced out in the fact that you cannot abuse the perk, especially that last, last shot does additional damage perk because you're just not going to have any more ammo then. And then you have to rely back on your primaries, which makes all those primary weapons a lot more useful and, 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 and just valuable. Especially That's for a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Like, like, like I, like, I understand what you're talking about. It's like, oh, shotguns. You know, the, the, you know, if you were close enough to be get by, by hit by a shotgun, that's your own fault. But the problem is for stuff 
for some of these levels, especially the one on Mars, I forget the name where you're going through. You have that center area inside the building. Um, oh, fire it's a lo- it, it, Yeah, it, there's just a lot of close range combat. A lot of these, especially uh, season one. Not I'm not talking about the DLC, the season one, the original base package. A lot of these um, crucible arenas were um, primarily were focusing on one giant, you know, one close area. There were very few open areas. Um, the one on Earth, yeah, that one was pretty open, but a lot of people just stayed inside the building and took out from there unless you were going to B, in which case you were just going to get destroyed and demolished, um, so, which ended up everybody went to B in one big group and it ended up being another close-range fest. You're not really sniping. No, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. I still think that with like you know people adjusted the way they played it would be it would be unnecessary but i said it's like i said it's, we just talk about how casual the game is mm-hmm. you know and i come from a competitive shooting background which is very is about as uncasual as you can get you know like right. my my whole approach to shooters is different than a lot of people right yeah. I'm, I'm i'm coming from the side of where i see people um especially in the group that the, the my my fire to my uh my clan the technodrome um a lot of those people they're just like i won't play pvp because i go in there i could just it's just non-stop shotguns and i'm like i can't do this anymore it's like i'm over here i'm trying to shoot somebody with my scout rifle and then they shoot me twice with a hand cannon and i'm dead and i i see what they're talking about because they're just they're completely frustrated they're like this isn't fun. I'm 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 always dying, and 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 I'm trying to hit them from a distance, and I'm hit, I'm doing damage, and all of a sudden they just they're running towards me, and they hit me with a shotgun. Ever since the patch, I've gotten that complaint less, and I've had the same people who would never never set foot into Crucible. All of a sudden they're like, okay, it's more balanced now. You know, it's more of team focused. Like we have to conserve ammo. If we work as a team and we all get the same ammo at, at the same time, then we're going to be fine. So, like, we're rolling as a squad more, and it, and and I think that th- these changes that that Bungie added into the game, on on top of some other minor changes which we haven't talked about, which are very valuable for PV, PvP, um, made the game more focused around the team. Even when I'm playing against with with randos. Like they're staying close to me. All of a sudden, I've seen that more more than than it was before. Yeah, there there is it, it does feel different. Um, it, it's the it's a for me anyway. It's a completely different feeling for Crucible, where it feels more team oriented than it was before. Back yeah. before, before the patch, it was just like I'm doing my own thing. If you guys are with me, that's cool. But I'm gonna be over here. That is true. Like I, I see a lot more people. Like I mostly play with randoms if I'm not, you know, playing with people I, I actually know. Mm-hmm. Um, I see a lot more people waiting for, you know, for the heavy and secondary ammo. Mm-hmm. Like if if somebody, you know, is running to it, like they wait now. And and I didn't see that at all before really. Like mm-hmm. people would just grab it and go. But now I see a lot more people uh moving together and and um waiting for the, you know, for the ammo to drop. One big change, which was with the patch, which we haven't talked about, for Titan, for their bubble, now there's an audio cue of when the bubble is going to end. And that's really mm. big. Um, I, I play with Defender Titan for, for Crucible just because I can get so many kills with that. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's so fun. They're, they're running, I'm like, punch you. 
punch you. Punch you. I'm just generating orbs every time I kill you with a punch, but go ahead. Keep coming. Keep coming. Yeah, it, it, it's it, for me. Crucible has become a more team oriented game, and the and the changes that they've made, while drastic, they've made the game more, uh, for me anyway, more enjo- enjoyable. And I see more variety in weapons. That's true. The uh, the most frustrating thing it, it, that I had since this patch was, uh, and that's just because I was doing a thorn bounty, like because I was trying to, I had to use the shotgun, mm-hmm. and I, I was constantly running out of ammo because that's all I could use besides my heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, but that other than that, I haven't had, I haven't really been frustrated. Yeah, with, uh, the, that that's one thing that that they that they really should have patched. Um, they 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 shouldn't have made the the amount of kills or left those amount of kills as is. I'm pretty sure that they're gonna patch that soon and to change it because that's a little ridiculous. Even if you have, for example, Word of Crota or Athian's epilogue, it, it's it's still a, a challenging thing to to go around and for that thorn bounty. Thank God I, I I had that thorn since long ago and I didn't have to worry about it. But uh, yeah. I, I I can definitely see why that that particular bounty piss a lot of people off yeah like i was i was just doing it and i was like fuck i'm out of ammo like and i had to wait around and i'm like watching my back because i had to wait for the ammo like it totally changed the way you know i was playing but it it made it more interesting because i really really had to be careful because i i couldn't i couldn't die because it would be a setback you know and and i had to use my shotgun which it just made me play differently Mm -hmm. So I mean, it, it was it was definitely interesting, but it, I could see it. You know, it's already a, a frustrating bounty as it is, but you know, even with these changes, it it just it just piles onto it. Yeah, I'm still not buying it. <laughs> no, I think it's just really because because the way I play, I rarely run beforehand before the patch. I would rarely get crates. Because I, the only reason I would actually get crates was to stop the enemy from getting crates. Other than that, my my shotgun ammo or my secondary ammo was pretty full most of the time. Uh, with this one now, you know, I'll, I'll have to get a crate every now every now and again. But I guess I just don't use my shotgun that much. I, mean, I do get a lot of kills with it, but compared comparatively, like my I get more kills with my uh, primary weapon. Especially when I use the thorn, because like I'll, I've fought people at like you know, close to mid range with a shotgun. I say closer range, where I'm like moving back and shooting them, and they're still trying to shoot me with the shotgun, and I still get a kill. Right. Yeah. Same here. I, I get a, the the most most of my kills with with my primary, which is I'm either using red death or you know whatever else I have. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if it's working out for some, that's great, but. I don't think it was needed. Like it, 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 it caters to more to the casual, but that shouldn't surprise me. Uh, another um, update that a lot of people don't realize: um, the pocket infinity. Um, the whole thing doesn't. Uh, it's not as glitchy as it was before. For uh, that's especially important for PvP. Um, the, the the one update was pocket infinity behavior is less likely to fail during edge case conditions. Um, so it's, it's, it's a more stable gun now than it was before. There were, there were a lot of issues with pocket infinity, um, that if they, it's taken up until this update to completely fix. Dude, pocket infinity was a killer. 
that like oh if Pocket Infinity God. was on trial, it, it would have been gone. Like, it, you, like it, the original Pocket I, Infinity. Throw them under the throw them under the jail. <laughs> yeah, the, the the original version of Pocket Infinity was absolutely ridiculous, and then the updated version, while not as OP, was still crazy. Um, because you're basically just um, and then it got weird because there were some issues with the ammo. Then there were issues with it wouldn't fire right. It would just shoot one, and then that'd be it. So I think they've gotten Pocket Infinity back to where it it's a usable gun. Mm. Well, I haven't seen it a lot, so we'll, we'll see. Next time I get killed by it, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I can change that it. for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's move on to our House of Wolves coverage here. Or a recap of coverage, because, you know, mm-hmm. the information's been out. So, official release date, May 19th, which, I mean, that wasn't that the... Wasn't that the... Um, that was the leaked... Uh, leaked release date? Mm-hmm. So, they were right about that. Uh, House of Wolves will not have a raid. It's getting something called the Prison of Elders, which is, you know, from what we can gather, is a horde mode. But... It it's dynamic, I guess. Like maybe they have a few different arenas. Well, the big rumor about it is it was originally called what the arena, right? Yeah. Um. Then it's confirmed to be Prison of Elders. Um. The big thing is they could be two different things because the original the game was originally going to have a raid. Um. That is confirmed. Now, due to changes, due to either Activision saying no or just Bungie deciding this is more valuable to the core experience because we want more people who are casual, this to be the intermediate intermediate thing between a strike and a raid, what whatever it is, you know, there's it, it's now Prison of Elders being this. Per people who have played the demo or, or the, the beta of House of Wolves, it's a better experience doing the the how the um the prison of elders than it was the crota raid mm-hmm. now they haven't said specifically what the activity is but people such as king gathalian who was on the original um on the, on the on the reef reveal um as i mentioned um for the destiny ign podcast um a couple of those guys they they've said it's a better experience than than the crow to raid. In fact, everybody's just been glowing about the prison of elders. Makes me think that it's a combination of raid, strike, and horde mode. Where, for example, like one person does one thing while the other two actually attack. It could be something like that. Um, kind of like you know the experience when you're leaving, um, when you're in the Atheon fight, where one person has a shield while the other two people have to take out the oracles. You know, it's a team mode thing like that, which yeah. wouldn't work in a strike because you have to have communication. Yeah. Something like that. I could see something definitely along those lines where, I don't know, I'm carrying a chain chomp and you guys have to throw fire flowers. Obviously, that's not going to be in Destiny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but something along those lines, it, 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 I could definitely see that. And everybody's saying that this game mode is completely worth it and when they finally reveal what it is that you guys aren't are going to be like, okay, I'm okay with the, there not being any raid. I hope so. 
Because, like, I mean, <laughs> dude, after, like, after uh, The Dark Below, like, they really, really can't have a shitty second expansion, you know? Mm-hmm. And the thing, everything we've heard so far sounds like Dark Below Part 2 in terms of content. It's like, you get three missions, there's two strikes, you know, you get, like, you know, another heiress. You know, we get the reef, but that the reef just seems like you know you get another faction. Like it, it's two just factions. Two factions. Sorry, you get another two factions. Three. I'm sorry. Three factions. What's the third faction? Well, you got you got the the Petrovange, which is the queen's bounty or the queen's wrath. You have the Varix, the loyal, who's the warden of the prison of elders. He's the um, what is the fallen faction, and then you have. The Trials of Osiris, that's a third faction. So you have three different things who are going to have three different bounties and three different things that you have to level up. Gotcha. But still, it's just more grind. They're bringing more grind to you with all that. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, ultimately, that's what, that's what it is. It's just grinding. Uh, with the exception of Trials of Osiris, that's, we'll get into that, uh, you know, a little bit, but... It's 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 a lot. It's just a lot of grinding. The key. It's more busy work. That sort of thing. Like a lot of the stuff in Destiny, and especially in the Dark Below, it brought a lot of busy work. Like I'm glad they get, they're getting rid of commendations, you know. And I'm glad because it was so stupid to begin with. It was annoying at first. Now I have so many, I really don't give a fuck. See, but to, to be fair though, my impression from looking at the stuff is that they've removed a lot of the grinding. When you look at for let's just look at the weapons you there's not as many like in fact i don't i don't see any um upgrade damage spots on on any of the the new weapons it's just straight up it's the weapons 365 you unlock perks and you use just regular glimmer like 500 glimmer to unlock that spot that's it yeah like okay so while yes you're gonna have to level it up um there might be different ways of leveling it up this gun requires you to infuse it with something from here. So you do three story missions, each completely unrelated, which might level up that gun completely. And then all of a sudden you can you take that to PvP or Trials of Osiris or something like that. So, I mean, I, I, I get what, you, what you're saying, that you don't want it to just be a complete grind. But, like, what do you mean exactly by grind? Because at a certain point, I'm just doing the story missions to level up and then I'm doing something else. And then I take that to go do something else. I, I, I that that's how I see what a lot of the House of Wolves is going to be, where it's a it's a different way of leveling up stuff, and not so much. I'm just going to keep doing this to get this leveled up. Right. Well, then, I mean, whenever you see factions like you know the the whole like like you know with Dark Below Eris bounty, that was just a big grind, and it took so long, you know, like to get that done, man. Like you had to do that shit like almost every day for weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was not cool. <laughs> you know, because a lot of the stuff wasn't fun to do. Right. And I think that's maybe the big takeaway from 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 the dark below or the darkness below. Uh, dark below. Yeah, the dark below. I said it right the first time. But uh, a lot of the, that expansion was not fun. You know, that's the thing. The stuff that you had to do was not fun. Both strikes, not fun to do. You know, whenever like you know. Um, uh, 
Oh God! What is the, we just talked about the strike with uh? Well, the un, there's Undying Mind, which is the one on Mars, and then there's the uh, Will of Crota, which is the Omnigol yeah. strike. Yeah, the Omnigol strike. So Will of Crota, you know, anytime I see that, I have to do that strike. Oh my God! I I, I don't want to do it even with burns. And if there's no burns, I probably won't do it. See, I, I, if it's no burn and it's a nightfall, yeah, that's a that's definitely a grind and a half. Now yeah. the strike by itself, I don't mind. I actually enjoy that strike a lot because it's it's a glimmer factory. Um, you you go in there, there's a whole bunch of majors, and you're like, okay, pra pra pra. Um, I think it was more well thought out and more. It was trying to add more to the story, which is why it was the way it was. Um, See, for me, it just seemed like they wanted to throw enemies at you, and it like you know even like the in terms of fun, like the Crota strike to the sorry the Crota raid was not that's not a fun raid to do in my opinion i mean the first part is cool but after that it's just to me it's not a fun raid i'm not like vault of glass like vault of glass is a fun raid and that is a fun fight man see that's a fun fight at the end i i think it's more indicative of of the type of enemy though um the the hive weren't aren't a a powerhouse Outside of the the knight who could take bullets, but outside of that, I mean, they they really don't have a lot of enemies that t- that that could take a lot of bullets. You have to add a lot more enemies. Um, that's just the, how the hive are. It's more of like a whole bunch of like the zerg. That's pretty much they are. Whereas the vex are more protoss, like fewer enemies, but they will hit you hard. Like here comes a, a out of nowhere minotaur teleports out behind you, people's elbow, you're dead. It's like, oh no! <laughs> well, see, in my opinion, the the Vex are easier to kill with the exception for the Minotaur. The Minotaurs are annoying because of that warping shit they do. Yeah. But in terms of the like no, most Vex enemies, like their weak spot is in their body, you right? Know? But you have to admit, a Vex Goblin will take more hits than a uh, a freaking acolyte. An acolyte you can punch him and he's dead. And a a goblin you punch him he like looks back at you, does a little hand slap, then you have to punch him again, he might be dead or have his head gone. So I I mean it's it's all like the the one thing I will say, the two strikes definitely took the personality of the enemy that it was. For example, Vex very methodic, robotic different um you know it was it was it was more timed like when you're doing the whole three uh defending the three complexes yeah like it's just very methodical and and thought out whereas a hive if you had something like that it wouldn't fit with the enemy type that's not to defend the the raid the raid should have been approaching them in a different way where you're kind of like like i said running away from a big giant ogre that you really can't kill using your speeders and you know going through trying to avoid these different rocks because if you hit the rock you stop all of a sudden the ogres behind you falcon punch you're dead something like that would would have been cool um just just dealing something they didn't think it, it would just wasn't a well thought out raid whereas because vault of glass was thought out from the jump street you know they had a lot more time to really put that one together whereas you know, Crota was kind of like, oh, we have two months to put this together. Let's go. Nah, that's the thing. Like, they didn't have two months to put the Crota together because as soon as the main development on Destiny stopped, they started working on the DLCs. Like, they they probably, I mean, the, the concept for the DLC, like, for even this DLC, was done probably before Destiny even came out. 
you know, because that's how their that's how their 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 teams work. But it should I don't know. Like, well, first of all, I mean, I think we can all agree that these expansions they're putting out feel like they should have been in the game in the first place. Like, this doesn't feel like new content. Um, and the thing is, the re- I think the only thing they really had to work on, or the reason why this expansion got delayed, is because of how poorly the Dark Blows received. And they knew they had to make some changes, which is probably why we're not getting a raid in this one. We're probably getting, you know, I mean, we're getting the, the, the Prison of Elders instead, you know? And they probably had to make some changes, like, based on some feedback that they got. Like, okay, well, now the game is too grindy. We're going to take this out. We're going to take that out. And that's, you know, why it was it was pushed back in the first place. But the, the content, I mean, like, shit, the con- I mean, we can go to the places that the expansion takes place. We could have we did that months ago. I think they had, I think they had everything, um, you know, they had an outline for everything, but I don't think they had it you know, mm-hmm. finalized by, you know, exactly what you were going to do. So I think yeah. the main thing that, that has to do with these these uh, expansions or whatever, I think the best thing to take away is is the feedback and the adjustments they make that come along with these. Yeah, I mean, one of the things, I don't know if you, if you saw the video or not or, or even attempted to do it, they definitely change a lot of the things um, for this DLC. Um, mm-hmm. Before... When you, if you were to able to, it's not really hack. You'd basically jump over or jump on top of certain things. When you go into the one area on Venus, you know where there's there's those two level twenty minotaurs that you could just run right by, and if you go right behind them, nah, I kill them every staircase. time. Right. Yeah. No, but there's a staircase that goes <laughs> right behind them, mean. and it goes into an area yeah. where there's this big giant teleporter that's surrounded by uh, an armor piece. Yeah. 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 If you jumped in there before. The area was, it was just a giant area where it was all glowing and stuff. And yeah, it looked like a Vex, you know, tower or whatever. And, but it didn't have much personality. Now, if you go in there, it's darker, it's grimier. There's like, it, it feels like a completely different area. There's, it, 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 and I'm pretty sure the other place on the moon also changed a lot where you go into the skiff, where you were supposed to go into a, a skiff or a catch, I'm sorry. And it's a completely different area as well. Um. Yeah, they 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 definitely change a lot of the stuff. Um, especially the one uh, the one on the moon. I remember when I went into it. Um, there were two chromed out fallen walkers, the devil walkers. Yeah. Um, that were in the walls and they were just chilling there. And I'm looking at this like that's kind of cool, but they definitely change basically all that stuff out, and 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 they've made it a, a, a different area now. Um. I, I they definitely put in a, a couple months worth full oh, worth of work. Well, well they de- like I said, they they change things for sure. You know, they change things for sure, probably based on the feedback they were getting, and you know, they had some new ideas. But they, it's not like they have to start from scratch. Mm, maybe not from scratch, scratch, but they definitely they they kind of tore it down. They're like, okay, this is what it was before. We're changing it completely. Because the new area on Venus is way different. It's 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 almost like a new area. Um, I could definitely see them using some concept art, but outside of that, it's it's a completely new area. Um, whereas the ones for Dark Below, I could I mean I I honestly could see them doing it there, 
doing all that stuff maybe two, three months before the game came out or starting out to do it. This one, it feels like they they really they had month they had to put months of work into it. Okay, well, I mean, I give it. I guess they they definitely have it, but I, I mean, I think they already had to have a plan in place for this stuff. All I know is that the week before the week, either a week or two before the reveal for where they put that one video out for House of Wolves, where it was the main guy who's going to the main bad guy who's going to be for house of wolves plus the uh the the servitor yeah the one girl who does the voice for the queen i forget her name um she put on twitter i just finished up doing voice recording for house of wolves i'm excited for you guys to uh, know what's going on with the queen when did you say she did that like a week or two before the reveal oh okay well it's not like it's unheard of to have somebody come in and do some re-records yeah, but no, she she did the whole thing like from that that point. Like it it wasn't a re-record. It was they 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 changed the story and they they did a lot of stuff. All right, well, time will tell. We'll see. We'll see if it's actually like worth. It. I mean, like if they have another expansion, like going back to my original point, if they have another expansion that is not spectacular. Then I think like Destiny is going to be in a lot of trouble. I I, I I honestly think this expand this DLC is changing how destiny is being played i will see i mean I, it, they, they're saying that the uh prison of elders is going to change from week to week mm-hmm. i, I want to know how many variations you're going to have if you're going to have four variations which means once a month you know once a month now uh you, you basically play one one variation of it a month like, i don't know if that's going to be enough are they just trying to hold people over until uh, september when you know comet or whatever it's called is supposed to come out that's the thing about Destiny, it's extremely repetitive. That's the thing. And the only reason why, you know, I still play is because I have friends that play it and we socialize on it. Right. See, here, here's the thing, though. Like, when you do the raid, let, let's just say the the first, not, not even go to Kuro's end, but like the first raid, you know, it, it was a pretty set experience. Like, that's the same experience you're going to have every single time. I didn't see that complaint. It wasn't until Crota came out where everybody's like, yeah, this is just annoying the way they did it. Um, if it changes once every week and you're going to have different people, like you're only going to be able to do it once a week, kind of like the raid, um, and you have different people going in with you every single time since you're only going to have three people this time. Right. I would definitely say the experience completely changes every single time you play it. For example, what I would do with certain people, I would tip just me, I would take more of a lead with certain people where with other people I'd be like, okay, I, I can, I'll let you lead this time because you have such and such uh, outfit or weapon um, that would benefit this situation more. Something like that. Right. I mean, obviously the people you play with, it makes a difference. Right. Uh, but I'm talking about from a, from a, a pure like, you know, game perspective. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if if you if you've been following and playing this game for this long, I mean, you pretty much know what you're getting into. I mean, you know, um, as far as people who, like I said, have, have been there since the beginning, I think the game is it hasn't, you know, t- it's not a totally different game than when it first came out, but it definitely has gone through transitions, and I think them learning from the dark below, I think, 
I think this expansion will be taken a lot better. I think it'll get a lot, you know, since they, I think they actually did learn from, from the things that they, you know, they messed up on with Dark Below. Is is it sad that as soon as he said transition, I automatically thought of Bruce Jenner? <laughs> I'm terrible. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's a woman now. Good. Um, <laughs> that's terrible. Um, yeah. I mean, back to the main game. Um, I just in the changes alone that they're. Let's run through them real quick. Speaker is gonna be is gonna be the new Erisborn. Basically, he's gonna be able to change um, items from ascendant charge to ascendant energy, and same thing with radiant. And also, uh, you can get glimmer from him for ascendant materials and motes of light. Motes of light are gonna be used all over the place now, to the gunsmith, to uh, trials of Osiris, supposedly, to upgrading materials, to doing a whole bunch of things now. It's not just going to become a stagnant thing where you can buy cloaks and not much else. Um, or yeah, that, that one thing from Xur. Um, but other than that, you weren't really doing anything with Motes of Light. Now you kind of have to decide, well, if I buy this one cloak, I'm not going to be able to do Trials of Osiris this week. Um, so I definitely think that they're they're making it so that all that old stuff that you had before, all that stuff that you collected becomes valuable in, in, in different ways. Um, whether you want to upgrade your weapons or whether you want to take them to buy certain things or buy entrance into certain things. Um, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's an interesting concept for Destiny that changes how you, how you approach the game now, where you're going to be more cognizant of what you have in your inventory rather than how it is right now where the only thing you're paying attention in regards to what's in your inventory is if you have enough heavy ammo synthesis. I think uh, another big thing is um, when you're talking about grind work, I think the fact that, you know, the fact that you can upgrade your weapons and you don't have to worry about them totally being reset. I think that's a, I think that's a big thing too, that I think that pissed a lot of people off and it just, it just made you play the game more just for, you know, just for no reason. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Dark Blow brought a lot of grind with it. Yeah. yeah, and that was one of the things. That was by design, unfortunately. Whereas yeah. this, basically, if you have a maxed out 300 or 331 exotic, the second you, you put that um, upgrade thing on there, where you just use one uh, exotic shard, a couple um, glimmer, and a couple pieces of, of weapon parts, you have a 365 from Jump Street from day one. I can see people, the first guns they're going to upgrade, Yellowhorn, Icebreaker, um, what is it? Um, Vex Smith the class, pretty much pro- probably in that order, and then they'll <laughs> worry about what they want to do with the other stuff because now you can't just go and upgrade everything and that be it. No, 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 no. Because then if you do that, <laughs> oh, you can't upgrade your um your armor. Oh, you can't upgrade this. You have to wait till next week. Oh, you gotta wait. You gotta do something else to get shards. So like I like I mentioned, it's like even though it eliminates. Like a lot of the stuff in terms of grinding, it makes you think more of what you have. So I can see a lot of people definitely right now, they're going to be quote unquote grinding to get themselves prepped for House of Wolves, that they have a lot of stuff. I mean, I've people used to skip the one chest in Vault of Glass um, that wasn't the exotic chest, the other chest. 
They used to skip that. Now people are going for that chest. They're getting those shards. They're getting that energy. And I, I think it's a, it's a good move because basically fog gear is going to be desirable again. Right. Yeah, you're right. Because uh, I would say the uh, the frequency of people doing vault of glass, like definitely <laughs> plunged. They're plunged. Yeah, I know. I grew. They stopped doing vault of glass a month ago. Well, not a month ago, but months ago. Sorry. Yeah, it took it took a big hit. I I definitely know that as soon as they announced that your VOG gear could beat 34. The numbers for people who want to do VOG went up. And now people are actually getting that those armor pieces that they deleted a long time ago. Because they loved how they look. But if it was level 30, it was completely useless. Oh, yeah. like And I, I agree. If you fucking... Um, I don't know, man. Like, that... The Crota Raid gear, I don't like the way it looks. Like, I got it to get the 32. Well, oh. or... But the worst piece was that warlock chest piece. Oh, oh God, God, it looks terrible. Oh, that was the worst. That thing. was the worst piece. Even with, as, with a black shader, yeah. it looked horrible. As soon as I got the, uh, which surprised, uh, which I don't know if we talked about it last time, the last Iron Banner when they actually sold the chest piece, I was like, oh, I'm getting the one for the warlock because I can't stand looking at my guy over here with that Victorian crap. <laughs> yeah, dude, it looks like when I put the uh, like the thunder shader yep. on it, and it looked like Derelict from Zoolander. Nah, like, it, it looked terrible. You know, you, you know what it looked like. Even though my dude, my my warlock's a, uh, a male, looked like <laughs> looked like Cinderella had a bad day. That's pretty much what happened there. It's like, yo, those rats didn't do right with that that dress. You know what it looks like. I had a uh, I had like a purplish shader, mm-hmm. and it looked like Prince from. Uh, <laughs> It looked like Prince. That's what it looked like. It looked like some shit that Prince would wear. It looked like, like Dave Chappelle from the Prince skit. Oh, snap. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Yo, I have the Revenant shader, and even that couldn't make it look good. Oh, yeah. You know? I, I would wear that shit with the purple shader, and then I'd beat somebody in Crucible and ask them if they wanted some pancakes. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> now, now, the stuff in all the glass is really it's really cool. And yeah. a little heads up warning. If you guys like some of this, the way some of the vanguards and crucible stuff looks like now, buy it now. Cause from what I'm, I'm seeing the second house of wolves come, all that stuff's gone. All those weapons are gone. All those armors are gone. Everything's gone. Yeah. The, the armor I'm not too concerned about. It's like the weapons. I want to get some of the weapons. Uh, the only weapon I'm interested in picking up is to the morgue, the shotgun. Um, in terms of armor, I kind of like how some of the cruci- the crucible, main crucible guy, Lord Shaxx stuff looks like. Right. Some of this, for I know for a Titan, it has that fur thing around his neck, and he kind of looks pimp and stuff like that. Oh, it's yeah, like I kill that. people who wear that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. Damn. Yeah, I don't. I, I uh I see it sometimes, but I only see it like you know, like because I'm really up close to him when I'm killing him with my shotgun. Right. So that's how I notice it. Right. But I don't have it myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I like how a lot of that stuff looks like, but it was completely useless because you're like, oh, this won't get me to 32, so I'm not gonna use it. Right. Well, no, I even I used to like I um, 
I got a different chess piece for my warlock too. Thank, thankfully, it's exotic. You know, we didn't. Nobody really talked about that. You know what? Was something nobody really talked about? They put a patch in that changed the perks on a lot of armor. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't hear too much about That's that because right. my the armor piece that I had my chess piece. One of the big perks was that Axiom Bolt split three bolts instead of two, mm-hmm. and it just went away. Now it chases people for a while. You're talking time. about the uh, the Void Fang vestments? I think that's what it was. It, it they they changed it so that now it tracks further. Yeah, it, it tracks further, but I liked it because I'm like, oh, now I can kill three people. You know, I actually this is this is gonna sound weird, but I use the Void Fang vestments with my um my Sun Singer because every time you die, you spawn with full grenades, and if you have two grenades. That two grenade perk, it it has both uh, grenades in there. Oh so yeah. I, so when I spawn, I I have the fireball grenade. I just fire both fireball grenades. It's an instant kill. Mm, and if yeah. there's two or three people there, all three people are dead. Hmm. That is interesting. Yeah, I, I stopped using Sunsinger in my uh, in the Crucible because I actually once I switched over to my uh, Hunter and my Titan. I would see people res all the time, and I would just keep killing them. And I'm like, eh, maybe I should stop using Sunsinger. <laughs> and that's when I, uh, that's yeah. when I started using um, uh, uh, Void Void Walker, and that actually worked out much better for me in Crucible, much better. Yeah, I I, I don't use the self res. I use the extra armor, and then I'll just I'll just keep chucking grenades, making people pray that they didn't stay next to me. Hmm. Right, I love when people res after I kill them. Yeah. Love it. Right, right now, I'm right now I'm trying to max up my Titans cru- uh, Crucible score to get that Grimoire score up. So I haven't used a Warlock in a while. Okay. Now, did we talk about the fact that the Gunsmith can reforge any House of uh, Wolves How- weapons? House of Wolves DLC weapons, yes. Yeah. I. Oh, I'm sorry. You go ahead. You go ahead first. It. It's a good thing and a bad thing. And I will say this, like, in the base package and um, Crota, Crota the, the Dark Below, at least those weapons had their own personality. Now it's the rush to get the best perks, the shot package, the auto fire, the whatever you want. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But, but I will say this. They added a whole ton of new perks. There's there's, there's a buttload of perks that means that you're not going to have the quote-unquote best version of that shotgun no matter what because a perk can mix with another perk and make it completely OP in one way and two other perks can mix in another way to make it completely OP in another way. So you mean you can have the same weapon be OP in multiple ways. Exactly. That does not make me feel good. (laughs) It, it it it'll change the way people play in Crucible, definitely. Um, it could make one gun up close and personal, another, and then that same exact gun, a distance killer. So it it, it really depends on what kind of perks you have now. Well, that's um, one of the reasons why I don't like it is the fact, like the like the the reforging of weapons is how we get Felwinter's lie. And other weapons, like, um, what gun did they give out? Not, it had to be at least two crucibles ago. There was a hand cannon that you could turn almost into a hawk moon. T 
Teamers Lash. Oh, teamers oh lash. yeah, Teamers yeah. Lash. When you uh, when you reforged it, I'm like, I, that's the thing I, that pisses me off. Like, I like the 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 Crucible's already unbalanced as fuck, you know. And then now uh, with these weapon reforges, it just makes it even worse. That's why I'm not a big fan of weapon reforging. Make a balanced weapon and then give that out. Like, you know, don't make a shitty weapon, make a balanced weapon and then give it out. Now, there is a rumor that will potentially bug me if it's true. Supposedly, what were supposed to be the raid weapons, which is now the um, Prison of Elder weapons that you get from the uh, Varix the Loyal. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, it's not a set stat. For example, you know how there's the Arc version and the Void version and the Solar version of Fell Winter's Lie. Aww. Now there might be, like, let's just use Fangavir Ute. There might be a Solar version, an Arc version, and a Void version of Fell of Fangavir Ute. Gotcha. Well, they do that, like, you know, for probably an example, Pocket Infinity. For the longest time was a void weapon, and now it's a uh, nah. solar weapon. It's always been a solar weapon. Well, say, don't you have one that's void? Oh no, that was that's the um, oh, what's the name of that fusion rifle? Um, plug one. Plug one. Yeah. There we go. Sorry, that's the one that they changed. They didn't change uh, pocket infinity. They changed plug one. Plug one was void, and now it's like solar. No, well, plug one you can get one of all three. Um. But the raid weapons were always a specific damage type. Right. Like, you, you'll never have an arc version of Atheon's Epilogue or an arc for, or solar version of Atheon's Epilogue. With this new raid, there's a potential for there to be that raid's version of... I'm sorry, not raid. Whatever kind of activity they want to call it. There's the potential for a solar version of Athian's epilogue, or solar version, or void uh, arc version of Athian's epilogue that wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure how I, I feel about that rumor because I could definitely see it happening. And supposedly you can reforge these those these weapons. Right. So we'll see. I don't know. Is that is that a big problem? Like, I don't. I don't know. I don't see what the big problem is. Well, well, besides the fact of reforging and something becoming OP. But go ahead. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. It introduces two things, because the the update was meant to have your old weapons match up to the new weapons, right? So you you can have a 365 version of an Athian's epilogue. But what would be the point of even doing that if you get a weapon that's very has better perks, same type, uh, void version, and then you can get the arc version and the solar version, and you're looking at that Athian's epilogue like, well, what was the point of that? And then you delete it again. That's true. You got a point. So, I mean, it has a potential to be a good thing, but at the same time, it also has the potential to remove any goodwill that you had towards getting that those old weapons back. Armor, I could see, you know, it's just strictly a look version, a look thing. Whereas the weapons, if this is true, I don't know. No. Well, I, 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 I guess uh, I, mean, I can understand your concern. That's, it's not that big of a deal to me. 
I could, I could think of. Like, I mean, whatever weapon's better, that's that's just the one I'm gonna use. Mm-hmm. You know, but no, I, I, I do, I do get what you're saying though. Yeah, I just don't like the fact of reforging of you know, with, you know, with the perks because I've seen like there's so many guns. You know, it, it, there's so many guns that should that just overpower. Like Destiny has a problem with OP weapons, and they don't know how to balance them properly. You know. I mean, yeah. What I what I'm what I'm afraid of this game doing is going down the the, the road of Borderlands, where it has literally ten thousand weapons, where only thirty of them are useful. Um, at least now, there's a good amount that are still useful, legendary and exotic. Right. Some there, I mean, there's a lot of times there's some legendaries that are way better to use than any exotic in the game. Mm-hmm. But I mean. With these reforging, there's always a possibility where certain guns become completely useless, and then certain guns become completely awesome. Yeah, I'm not worried about the useless part. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Right. But like when you when somebody does hit that jackpot, it's it just it's another thing that takes skill away from Destiny. Having somebody run into the Crucible with an overpowered weapon, you know, and then they think they bad. Because they're getting kills, but that's not the case, you know. Yeah, it's just it's just good fortune and just luck. Yeah, like if I kill somebody with the with the uh, uh, the thorn, I don't I I can't even gloat about it unless it's a it's a bullet kill. You know what I'm saying? Like I shot them and they died, or it's a headshot. But if I just let somebody burn out, it's just like eh, I'm moving on to the next person because maybe I can actually kill them like a man. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, that's the thing. I mean, the only, only thing I could say about, you know, a weapon like the, the thorn or pocket infinity, infinity is that, you know, you had, you definitely had to put in some work to get it, you know? So that makes it a little bit, it makes it a little better, but I, I definitely understand what you say. Like some, I just think, you know, if, if you put in the work for some of these weapons, like it, it definitely, you know, it, it pays off and it's worth it, but like I, I still understand what you're saying. Like some, it's, some shit is just, just ridiculous. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like you know, Fell Winter's Live, for example, that was just making sure you stayed in the Iron Banner for the week. Right. <laughs> you know, you stayed in the Iron Banner. Like it's not like you know the Thorn where you actually had to go and get X amount of kills and not die and change the way you play. You know, stuff like that. Like. But now I don't know if you if you remember if you guys remember like when exactly did Fell Winter's Lie enter the Iron Banner like when what time did that did that third appear? version the third in the last one was the fourth right mm, I think that was like the fifth oh, okay it was the fifth okay I want to say the third version or third or fourth version was when um it was the same time that that Teamers Lash came out. Because I remember mm-hmm. both guns being there. The last version had that auto rifle, which was just high rate of fire, no, nothing else good about it. Uh, no, correction, that was the one before. The last one was when they brought back the machine gun. Yeah. Because the machine gun came out in the second one. And okay. I, I remember having that one. Um, yeah, I, I, li- no, I like ahead, the machine gun. Yeah, yeah, I, I, def- I saw that. I, I definitely played until I got that. But um, reason I asked is because I didn't see... Fell Winter's Lie a lot before. I think it seems like a lot of people waited to reforge it this last Iron Banner 
and then they just they they got what they wanted and then they 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 went crazy well what what happened was the original version that that he sold was absolutely ridiculous it had shot package where you zoom in and it and the ranging was ridiculous and then mm-hmm. it had something else on it so that's the like if you had that version of the shotgun you were pretty much set and you didn't have to really reforge that gun mm-hmm. now you were able to get it again through a drop in the f- fifth version. Mm-hmm. Like he, he he didn't sell it again, but he, you could get it as a drop. So that's why a lot of people were just continuously reforging that that gun until it gave him the perfect drop. Mm. Yeah, because I I I have. I have that that shotgun, but mm-hmm. for me, it's it's not. I think I might even have two. Um, I think I got one from a drop and and one I I bought um, when it was up there. But like for me, it's not even worth really using because I don't have it. The the fire rate is so low that if I miss or I'm not close enough, like I'm I'm dead. I'm pretty much dead. So yeah, the. the- that if if you have a gun like that, that's perfect. And it sounds weird, but it's it's perfect for a warlock because then you fire it and then you finish them off with the melee with attack. The melee, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, th- that's what I'm used to doing anyway. Just firing my shotgun and then finishing them off with the melee. When sometimes the better option would be just to fire a second shot. For me, I could get away with that because my I'm I'm sounding all uppity now, but my version of Fell Winter's Lie has the auto fire, which doubles the the, the fire rate. Right, yeah, yeah. Whereas your 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 version of the weapon would be better off on a warlock who has a longer range with his melee attack. Right. So it it wouldn't work as well for a hunter or a a titan. So it it, it really like the rerolls help and hurt different types of characters. The one thing I do wish that they would do, which they're not going to do in this in this update, at least they should do it in, in. in common or whatever they want to call it in the fall is add more diversity to the classes so that there's, especially for the warlock because outside of the, once they get rid of, once you don't have the the burn or whatever on your melee attack, and then you get rid of your, your, um, your grenades, you're basically just a normal character. At least a hunter, you can go invisible whenever a Titan, you can, you can do the melee attacks and, and have different effects going on. Or, or and have all this armor. Warlock is just whatever it is at that point in time when it has stuff. So there should be more diversity in terms of the the class. Um, but that's going into a different topic. But but yeah, it really it depends on what what type of character you have that it, it would fit better. For example, another gun that that's like that. I'm I know I'm kind of jumping in different areas, but Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo mm. is an okay weapon for a uh, hunter. Right. It's an okay (laughs) weapon for a hunter and a warlock, but it's amazing for a Titan because the perk on it is um, that, well, a a warlock would actually benefit from this too. The perk on it is you um, quickly regenerate your, um, your, your melee attack. So you kill things, you have the melee all the way up all of a sudden, and then bam, you use the, the for for Titan generating orbs with with the um the barrier melee, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden for a warlock you can gen- you get your burn back, for a hunter he can become invisible quickly with the blink strike. Mm. 
I use I use that a lot with my Titan, um, especially in the first part of the raid um, for Crota, and I'm just generating orbs nonstop. That's how I get my 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 orbs real quick. Good strategy. You brought up invisibility. That's I haven't seen in the Crucible in a while. Now I think about it. I've seen quite a few people doing invisible, at least when in my games anyway. Um, a couple people using invisibility. The one thing I have noticed is there's a lot less hunters that there were before. There's That's a lot true. more titans now because er, ever since the game became more team oriented with all these different updates, there's a lot more titans going around using bubbles, generating orbs, providing support um, for their team. Than, than it was before. It, it's no longer the lone hunter with a shotgun unloading on you. It's now more of, okay, lone hunter, here's, here's three of us right here. St. <laughs> Valentine's Day Massacre, you're done. Yes, yeah, I, I see. Um, I had the, the bounty. Um, I think it was yesterday I was playing Crucible. I had the bounty to kill 25 hunters. And it actually took me a while to do it because there were no hunters. It was all warlocks and titans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so hunters have been the the hunter mentality has been changed, mm-hmm. and now now you got to use a lot more of their support abilities, the arc bolt grenade, um, using the golden gun from a distance, whereas you used to just run towards them. Um, now you're kind of closer to your guys using the, uh, the the golden gun so that they can get the orbs, so that they can use their supers to support you getting more orbs. Right. I don't know. I still lone wolf that shit, especially <laughs> no, it, with especially it, it, with a hunter. It's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. It's just the game has definitely shifted, where hunters aren't as OP. Titans are now crazy good in, in Crucible. That that the, they didn't have that same perk or a lot of people <sighs> popularity. I should say See, Titans just feel like more of an annoyance. That's that's what they feel like. It's like when they pop a bubble, it's like, oh, now I'll I'll come back later. <laughs> like you know, that's that's what it feels like for me when I when I'm playing against Titans. Like you'll be fighting a Titan and they'll just pop a bubble, and it's like, okay, fine. You don't want to play? Stand in the bubble, and like I'll go kill somebody else. You know, I just hate teammates that will go into the fucking bubble and try to kill a Titan. <laughs> hate that. I see it all the time. <laughs> I'm like, you're, why? You're coming in here. First off, I have Helm the same 14 and Armor of Light. What are you going to do? I'm going to go come over here and we'll kill you with my shotgun. Punch, punch, you're dead. <laughs> orb, punch, punch, you're dead. Orb, punch, punch, you're dead. Orb. It's like, here's three <laughs> orbs. Hunter, go get them with a the golden gun. The only thing that I saw that like what uh, kind of helps like I actually I I saw one uh hunter throw an arc bolt grenade mm-hmm. like and like he went in the bubble dropped the grenade and like went out like he ran through the bubble did that and then he turns around the grenade goes off with the guy in the bubble he didn't make it out of time then he goes back in the grenade the back in the bubble and is able to kill the guy so I actually started doing the same thing but with uh, proxy mines if I can mm-hmm. you know I'll pop in the bubble put the mine down. And then hurt him, and then come back, and then go back into the bubble while he's regenerating. Here's the thing that that'll only work if the guy is stupid enough not to have armor of light and crucible. If he, if he has blessing of light, it's an, it's a complete waste. If he has weapons of light, even more of a waste. If he has armor of light, it's 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 really tough. Oh no! Well, that's the thing. Like, it's it's hard to get that shield down. 
but you soften yeah. them up. I mean, you take a gun like um, the Secret Handshake in there. Mm-hmm. You could probably you could kill them in a couple hits. Like, like after the grenade goes off, like one or two hits. Because you're right. Like when you're that close to a Titan in there, they'll typically punch you. Mm-hmm. You know, and most oh, of yeah. the time they won't punch, kill you in one hit. So if oh, you can get the ch- if you can get the two <laughs> shots off, if you get the two shots off before they hit you a second time, you're good to go. But then you'll probably die from somebody else. Like you know, after the bubble comes down, you still have low health. Yeah, you know? I just I just blade dance in there. I see a bubble. I just yeah. I just, so yeah, I've, I, I've, I've melee killed so many blade dancers <laughs> who think that they're they're hot shit. And they're trying to come in there. It's like okay, come on in here. Punch, punch, punch! You're dead. Punch, punch, punch! You're dead. Yeah, it's Try it. it's, it's happened to to me, but most of the time, I don't think they have uh, what you're talking about when they pop their bubble because I just run in there and I just instant and it's kill. Over. Yeah, if they have blessing of light, it's an instant kill. But if they have armor of light, it takes at least three swipes to kill them. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what it I think that's what they have when I the, the times that I've done it, I think oh, that's what they have. I, I, lo- I love those brave brave little blade dancers when they try to come towards me with my armor of light. Shotgun, melee, dead. It's like <laughs> they're like, What just happened, man? What just happened? <laughs> well, you know, you know what else? Like it the the only way like it could pay off is like if there's a bunch of teammates in there and then you get all of them and then okay maybe you get killed by the titan but if there's like like three four people in the bubble with them like you can take yeah. them out. The best thing the best thing for a titan bubble is to only have two people in there and then the mm-hmm. other the other people run around kill things around there, um basically using the bubble as a uh, a mechanism to draw people to come towards the bubble like your yeah. opponents. And then having those people, your teammates, everybody's so focused on the bubble, the teammates just go after the, the enemies. Or they stand behind the bubble if it gets too hairy so that they're not in the middle. So if a warlock comes by and Nova bombs it, you can just run from the back and you're not going to take any damage at all. Right. Well, now that's why you got to have that lingering Nova bomb shit. Oh, you know? If you run from the back... As, as soon as I see it's a, a, a warlock doing that Nova Bomb animation, I turn around, run to the back. I'm perfectly fine. I take absolutely no damage. Well, yeah, if it hits the, like, well, I guess you, it's not just like you, the Nova Bomb itself will kill you, but um, if you hit the bubble with the Nova Bomb and you have the, uh, I forget what the name of the. No, I know you're talking about the, yeah. the, the Vortex. The Vortex, yeah, and you have the Vortex after that. You come down and start doing damage. Typically, you can you can kill a few people. I've, I've done that. Mm-hmm. But it all depends how you play. It all depends how you play. But we are way off topic from talking about House <laughs> yeah. of Wolves. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. But, no, but kind of involved in Crucible, let's talk a little bit about Trials of Osiris since that's a big thing. Yeah, that's the last thing I want to talk about. Um, I mean, the biggest thing I, I didn't know is that it's only available like Friday through the reset. Mm-hmm. Is that- uh, per Chris, Chris, I forget his last name, the, the one... Um, designer for destiny who was on the uh the uh when they were the reef reveal um trials of osiris happens friday saturday sunday monday through the reset that's it so you and you only have it's three shots and you're that's it you can buy extra shots by getting by using motes of light um now what i did see was you get coins of a Apparently, some people have already gotten this. You can get coins of Osiris, which gets you chances to do it. 
So that's how the, that's how it's gonna go down. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't revealed what kind of weapons. Now I will say this: that badass warlock helmet that you get from Trials of Osiris. What is that? Oh my god! Did you guys see that? Is that the one with the horns? That's the one that looks like <laughs> Horus. Oh right. Oh the uh the dog. No, the uh, I think that's no that that one's the. I'm mixing them up. Anyway, they're they're all Egyptian. The one for the hunter makes him look like a mummy. The one for the warlock makes him look like, uh, what's his name, the the god of the underworld. Oh, Hades? Or no, do you say no, Egyptian? No. The Egyptian god. The Egyptian god of the underworld. Um. What is his name? Anyway. I thought that was the dog. Was it? Anubis. Yeah, there you go. I'm sorry. You're right. Anubis, yeah. <laughs> it's not really a dog, folks, but right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the dog, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Anubis. So, yeah. so, like, the hunter is more pharaoh slash mummy. The warlock is more like Anubis. And then the, the titan is more like Ra. So, like, the, those those outfits are awesome as hell. They look badass that shit looks sick i'm looking at it right now that yeah they, that they, looks crazy if you're looking at the the image that i think you are you have the warlock in the middle the titans mm-hmm. on the left and the warlocks on the right yeah 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 That's the, the, the hunter helmet's okay it looks like the helmet from vog but everything else is cool the helmet on the warlock is badass that yeah that that shit looks crazy yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited. Okay, for the yeah, gear. I see it. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, that does look pretty cool. For the gear. Um, now they haven't mentioned anything at all. That happened. If you're listening to this podcast, um, we're recording currently what April 26th into 27th, something like that. Um, but starting the 29th, there is a Trials of Osiris reveal that will be happening at 11 a.m. Pacific time, which is 12 one. Two o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, that they're gonna go over what's happening with Trials of Osiris. The only thing they revealed is Brother Vance. He has um, boons that you can get, kind of like in Iron Banner. You will get armor from the um, from the Trials of Osiris, and it happens Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's the only thing that they've really revealed about that. Mm. Yeah, like Trials of Osiris, you know, being a PvP thing, I you know, I would imagine that I'd be excited for it, but the way it works is like, you know, you gotta get a ticket first, then you got to uh, you know, once you're in. Unless they said that the ticket thing isn't real. Uh but you know, from what we know you gotta get a, you gotta have be invited to it first. And then once you're in, if you lose three times, you're out until you get another like ticket. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can buy the tickets. You can buy. Okay, so they did that. You can yeah, buy the tickets. You buy the tickets for a mode of light, and then if you lose three times, you buy another ticket for another mode of light. That's why I'm saying those modes of light are going to become very important, especially if you're into Trials of Osiris and PvP, because now you're definitely going to have to organize your team based on, you know, who you work well with, what their perks are. 
on their weapons, what kind of class they are, what what they're going to use. It, it takes it definitely takes the team aspect big time in in, in terms of the uh, uh, of 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 the strategy. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like that now, that's not that doesn't sound too bad. Like that, is you can buy if you can buy a ticket. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know losing three times, like if you get hooked up with people who are lagging, you know, that 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 I can totally see that being a problem. You know, people in the regular Crucible, people fucking you know lag on purpose. We just talked about that. You know. But like yeah, I can imagine, like you know, when the stakes are higher, people will be trying to cheat and get every advantage they can. Oh yeah, when when something is on the line that people are trying to get or that they want, they will definitely go out of their way to to try to win, and they'll do anything. It, it, there's nothing on the line now, and they're already doing it. Besides, yeah. you know, uh, KD. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Like I'm a little bit more interested in it, but still not all that much. We'll see. That may change. That may change. <laughs> Shit, I wasn't gonna stop playing Destiny in November. <laughs> like I said, the, this this upcoming DLC has me very, 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 very excited for for Destiny. I'm because now if you're primarily a PvP guy, you have so many different options that are that are gonna happen in terms of new. Um, Hopefully they merge the two playlists for the love of God, so you can use the freaking base package with um, House of Wolves and Dark Below levels. It makes just just put them all together. And if you can't if you can't use them because you don't have the whatever, just then they go into a different area. Just like use all three of them. Um. Anyway, it's just I, I I'm excited because there's a lot of different changes that are going to be happening. And a lot of different things that are that seem pretty cool, and it's just like like I said, it's just gonna be slowly revealed week by week, and I'm excited for what they're doing with, with trials of Osiris. Well, I think you should be excited for anything they're doing, simply because we haven't had anything happen in a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So any type of change is is almost welcome to a degree, to a degree. So we'll see. But uh, I think that's gonna that's gonna wrap us up here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna wrap us up here for this month. Even though it came late, I think next month we usually try to do it the second week. We might try to do it the third week of next month, and uh, that I actually get us. That might be difficult considering the third week of next month. That's when the game comes out, or the <laughs> uh, the the DLC comes out. Well, no, I mean like we'll have it on the we'll do it like on the set we'll record. On the seventeenth, have it out like on the eighteenth, the nineteenth. Oh Lord! Yeah, feels <laughs> oh, doable. Oh Lord! This this dude over here trying to break my back. <laughs> and then we'll come back with going back onto the second week after that. Right. I think we'll manage. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll let you know. <laughs> um. But yeah. So. Yeah. We'll we'll see about we'll see the third or fourth week next next month depending on how things go we'll bring it back. Uh, in the meantime, though, we have several other podcasts. We have the Mashcast, which is usually weekly. Right now, we're in a bit of a break, but that'll be back soon. Uh, Double Tap is uh, monthly. That is for the fighting game community. So if you're into fighting games, you should check that out. Wild Talk is bi-weekly, so you can check out Wild Talk. You know, every other week they talk about wow. 
Um, we also have been we got back into doing reviews, so we have review podcasts. Actually, this week we're gonna have one up for Mortal Kombat, Kombat, well, Combat X, uh, and another one coming soon. Awesome game, by the way. Yeah, that's the same thing the reviewer said. <laughs> so we just published one about MLB 15 the show. So if, yeah, actually that one had Sage on it. So yep, you should check it out if you like MLB or if you like Sage's voice. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you can you can check out that review. So, uh, but other than that, you can catch us on SoundCloud, which SoundCloud.com/slash mash those buttons. Uh, some of our podcasts are on iTunes. You can check that out, or on Stitcher Smart Radio, uh, Player.fm, and Pocket Casts. And we're on Facebook.com slash mash those buttons and Twitter.com slash MTB site and YouTube.com slash mash those buttons. So you can check us out in all those different places. And uh, as always, thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys next month. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Goodbye.